0: Hi there, this is Salty, and the podcast you're about to hear is something that Spice and I recorded in the car, and something bad happened, technically, we're not exactly sure what, so the sound quality is really a little sketchy, so apologize about that, I just want to let you know it's nothing wrong with your equipment, it's the sound of the audio is because we had to amplify it way up, and we didn't We don't really have time to redo the podcast, so we're just going to present it as it is. Uh, You can understand it. It's just the quality isn't what we're used to. So, sorry about that. Hope you enjoyed the podcast anyway, and thanks.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello,
0: everybody. Welcome to the show, the big show, the 3BY podcast. The biggest, most listened to podcast that is created in our automobile. So welcome to the show. We've got uh, we've got an exciting one for you today. It's a subject that we have actually previously covered on three BY back in our infancy.
1: It was a bouncing baby little site.
0: Yeah, it was a bouncing baby little site. Two years. There, yeah, there was yeah, like nobody was reading it at the time. So we're going back and we're pulling because we've got some we've got several of these stories that we think are really worth people hearing. And now that we have a legitimate bunch of people Going to the website um, as opposed to, you know, when we first started. Reading. Our two readers. Yeah, our two readers, basically. <laughs> well, back in the day, I want to explain this right now, because some of you may not be familiar with what we're doing. Back in the day, in February, March, and April, May of this last year, in 2017, we started 3B, the 3BY project, it Means Wolves Bandages, and you. We started the project to. Do the prepping thing that you know that we do. But rather than going out and advertising a website that had pretty much nothing on it, we decided to build it first on the on the theory, since we're not very far from the Field of Dreams in Iowa. Uh, place in Iowa. We're actually not very far from it at all. Uh, we decided to use the, if you build it, he will come, sort of. Thing. So we built the website first. We put a lot of content on it. And frankly, a lot of the older content has never really picked up the readership that we were hoping it would. So we're gonna we're basically going back and picking the ones that we liked and thought, hey this has this has a little bit of gravitas, this has a little bit of life that we could
1: add worth, to it' worth seeing And also but nobody has not many have yet.
0: To be fair, we're also better at doing what we do now than we were back then. So we're rewriting some of the stuff too, making it a little more, um, a little more polished, if you will. So we're actually going back. We're we're actually killed off of old stories Spice re- wrote that had uh, twenty views, thirty views. What was it?
1: Yeah, less than thirty. Less than thirty views.
0: I mean, you, nobody has read this. So it's not like you're going to be.
1: Oh my gosh! I already read that. If you're one of those twenty nine people, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes,
0: and you're getting a different version. This is a refresher. It's been months. And you're also getting the uh, podcast, which is being done, unlike some of the podcasts we work ahead of time on some of our podcasts, we've got a whole bunch of podcasts that are kind of backlogged, so you're going to be getting a lot of podcasts over the next couple of weeks, probably, to get kind of caught up. We try to do six hours a month of podcasting, and that doesn't sound like that much, but when your podcast are 20, 30 minutes, that really is a lot of, that's a lot more than what we've been publishing. So, bottom line is you're going to be hearing more podcasts over the next month or so than you probably have in the past from us. So, if you if you like our podcast, please subscribe. Please uh, go into Stitcher or iTunes or however it is you subscribe. and. Leave us a rating, a high rating, please. (laughs) Uh, Write a review. Leave us a rating. It really helps our podcast climb up the list, and more people will listen to it. We thank you for that.
1: If you think it's worth listening to, then help people listen to it.
0: Okay, today we're going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to our. In fact, we are on our way, interestingly enough,
1: to work on this project. (laughs) Working
0: on yeah, this is we're uh,
1: walking the walk today. This
0: sort of. So one of the reasons we dovetail. Now I, before we go into anything, I must say that any brand names we list here, we are not sponsored by anybody. These are tools that we either like or don't like. These are our own deals. They're not, we're not sponsored by anything. We're gonna mention a few store names maybe. Certainly gonna mention one. And, uh, we're gonna talk about them, but we're not in any way reimbursed by anybody The money that we spend on this project, it comes out of our pocket, our hard-earned money. So, we're actually on our way to Harbor Freight. Now, here's the caveat. Harbor Freight is a store where you can buy lots and lots and lots of tools for really cheap. And frankly, some of them are just absolute junk. They're just Chinese-made junk. So I don't actually buy a lot of tools at Harbor Freight. But we're going to buy, to Harbor Freight to buy... We're going to pick up one of the few things that I like that they have there that is actually really good. And that is, in this case, it's a storage box. They're, they're basically the same thing as an SKB case or a Pelican case for storing equipment. I actually keep my cameras in these cases and I need more and more cases. So we're going to go to Farmer's Market, it's very 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 well made. Not everything is. And even still, this camera case that I'm picking up is part of our philosophy of taking care of the good things that you have, which is part of what we're going to be talking about today. So, I'm going to let her fill you in on the the thesis of the article because she wrote it. And then we'll talk a little bit about specifics and why, for example, when we buy the products that we need to buy for out of the place this spring to get on with our project, we're not buying Harbor Freight stuff. We're buying the good stuff.
1: The heart of this piece is that there is an inherent balance between you've only got so much resources. You need to buy some things for preps. But you don't want to spend so much on your preps that you don't have the opportunity to live your life in a valuable way right now. Because sometime or other emergencies are going to hit. They always do. But you're living your life right now, too. And neither one of those is worth neglecting. Not something you want to neglect. So the best way to serve both these masters is to serve both these masters at once. So this is basically about ways that you can enrich your life today and still have useful preps by using the same pool of resources.
0: Right. And one of the keys of that is to what?
1: Buy quality tools. Buy
0: quality stuff.
1: You're going to have, people need tools, they buy tools anyway. And yeah, you can go to some place like Harbor Freight and buy something that's not going to last very long. And if it's something that's not very important to your life and you can live without it, sometimes that's a good choice. But if it's something you want to be able to have around long term, then it is a prep as well as being a uh, buy for today. So it's worth buying quality.
0: Right. For example, here's an example of where buying quality really didn't make much sense to do. I needed to get a, a tool that I could take the back off of a Device that had the special little—you got these little two holes that you got to stick the thing in and, and crank. It's a little—it's a specialized little watchmaker's type tool. Okay, I do not need a good quality one of those because I am not doing this very often. I mean, you use I it just, twice a year. I use yeah, it, change at the scuba most,
1: dive computer batteries,
0: and it—it it wasn't mission critical. You know, it wasn't something that I can't live without. So. I priced it online, the tool, and it was like 30 bucks for a decent one. I could get a tool for five bucks at Harbor Freight that will do the same job. So is we did. It, so I did. Is it as good a tool? No.
1: Do we care? No.
0: Do we care? No, because it's not mission critical. And, you know, we put it up. I got done with it. We put it in the, in the drawer so I know where it is the next time I need it. I won't need it again for a year. And again, if I don't have it, there are other ways of getting this done. So what this basically means is when we get tools, tools we buy good stuff we buy american make.
1: and it's usually in one of two ways if they are um, a lot of things we buy are manual tools oh, muscle powered and those you just got to keep in good condition buy good quality and keep in good condition and you're good to go i use a lot of manual tools out at the place it's Quiet and convenient, and frankly, bodies are meant to be used anyway, and that's part of my preps is to keep my body working the way it's supposed to be working by getting some exercise, and, and that's a lot more fun than the gym. And
0: by clean, we mean keep the rust off of them, keep them stored separately, store apart, um, so that they don't uh, uh, fall over and make a mess. Just keep them organized and keep the rust off of them. Oil them if you need to, whatever it takes. And, you know, I I can't, you know, there are several different brands of tools that are American-made. People say you can't buy American tools. That is not true. There are several companies that make good quality hand tools. And, yes, they are more expensive, but they're better. They have a lifetime guarantee from a company that's been in business in America for 100 years.
1: That means your lifetime, not the tool's lifetime.
0: Yeah, because it's going to outlast you if you take care of it. You know, people who have nasty horrible problem with the tools you know get it all rusty and that's because you're leaving it out and not taking care of it or oh, the handles yeah. fall
1: off and you know there's all kinds of stuff that goes on with the uh cheap gardening tools at any rate cuz I I tried that route before I went to this plan that's one of the reasons I'm sure it enhances your quality of life right now is it's a lot less annoying to use the good tools when you're doing work all right the other the other approach is when we use power tools We went with a uh, battery operated power tools whenever possible, and we get them all with interchangeable batteries. They're all of a set that can all use the same batteries. So we have a big I got a big old bucket of charged up batteries of the right sort that will run any of the power tools I regularly use.
0: Okay, now we have to throw out a caveat here. We have a caveat. We actually have two sets of power tools that use different patterns. Um, one of them is a Black & Decker. They're heavier duty. They're 18, I think it's 18 volt, 16, 18 volt. 18. It's 18 volt system. And it's it's relatively good, but it's, it's a consumer level. It's not a professional level.
1: It's what we started by right. first before we well, were we had really thinking started. about.
0: Yeah, we had to get started. We had projects we had to do. We couldn't afford to, at the time, to spend ton of money. We needed several drills. We needed um, string cutters. We needed a, tri- a, a, a tree tr- tool trippy thingy. We need a battery-powered chainsaw. We need all this stuff. And it was the only setup that, that had it was the best rated of any of the setups that had all the tools we needed.
1: And could afford a ton.
0: And could afford a ton. So we got them. But later on, I bought a quote-unquote good Drill. I've got a, a regular drill and a hammer drill. And we don't use a hammer drill very much right now, but we're going to in the future. And what I got them as a set on a really good deal. We've got Milwaukee 18 volt fuel, which is their better set series. And the fuel system has over a hundred different kinds of tools. And they're professional level tools and the kind of cool tools a contractors work with. The batteries are huge, they're long lasting, and so this is what we did. Now, keep in mind, we are, our the place does not have electricity. And who knows if it ever will. I mean, we haven't run it in yet, and we're going to be installing some solar stuff, and we're going to see how we get along. We built it so that the cabin is, we actually put in a bunch of extra windows in the cabin to increase the airflow, to keep the, the cooling. Possible, and you know we're going to give it a go. I, I, we're gonna, I'm probably going to run the electrical wires before we put the um, before we put the walls and stuff up. But whether we'll actually bring in the electricity is yet to be seen.
1: We, at any rate, we're going to run it with 12 volts, so we can run it off the solar system.
0: Right, and we're going to put in. it. We're, we're working on,
1: it. Yeah. But all of this stuff
0: requires us to be able to do things we can't do.
1: That it's not part carpentry. of our skill set yet.
0: Our carpentry still skills. Are basically
1: not amazing. Pretty close. Yeah, I mean, we could put
0: together a, a flower box
1: or a garden <laughs> box. <laughs> I built garden boxes and uh, potato bins, and that's. That's about the extent yeah. of it. A combo bin. I mean. That wasn't even carpentry. <laughs> that was fencing wire and pallets.
0: And long as it's together, is carpentry, right? It's still
1: together years later, so I guess it's carpentry.
0: And yeah. I built some of those, 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 uh, what you call them computer desk type things that come all, you know, that you just kind of screw together. I got them mostly built.
1: <laughs> Not too many
0: parts left, over. But, yeah. So, we don't have good carpentry skill. We have got to figure this out. So, we're going to be collecting up a good set of power tools. We're going to be collecting up. And we're going to start building. The, we're building the tools for the the infrastructure at the place that we need to actually carve. we got to build a workbench. We're not going to buy a workbench. We're going to build a workbench out of good quality lumber. And have a workbench. We're going to stick a vice on that puppy. We're going to have it ready to go so we can we can do it. We're going to get the we're going to go battery powered on this for you know many reasons. Not the least of which is the battery power is just much more convenient to use on the job site.
1: But also from a prepping situation, it's a lot quieter to use battery operated than to use gasoline powered.
0: Yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to, depending upon
1: our generators. And as long as you have the means to keep the batteries charged, it, it's the battery-operated stuff doesn't get fouled, get bad gas, um, get all the kinds of problems to which a lot of um, liquid fuel burning types of power tools.
0: Now, need. there's still expense. I mean, with gas you're buying buying you know, more gas you still have to keep purchasing new batteries because they will give out these are lithium batteries they're very good but three to five years they're gone you know that's the way it is and so we're we're going to have we have a battery turnover so you know as we're buying so all of our batteries are not the same age if we're buying let's say we go and buy a a, a battery powered circular saw well, we'll buy it with the battery and so we'll have this battery will be a year newer than our, the one we got with our
1: drill. And we don't bother labeling the age of the batteries, because it's not hard to tell as soon as you start using one. Yeah. I uh, started aging out some of the oldest uh, batteries last year, because they just, well, okay. Mm-hmm. I got five minutes out of that one, it's gone.
0: Yeah. As long as you know you had that thing charged, and it gives you five minutes, bye-bye. Because there's no sense in messing around with it so,
1: yeah. Battery-operated tools uh, that are high quality or manual tools that are high quality. That's one aspect. Another, and probably the simplest and easiest place to start, prepping. And the, it also it's a stealth prep and it's usually a doesn't annoy the significant other in the household who is not on the prepping wagon approach as well. Is just plain Buy and spares of stuff you're going to use anyway. Oh, for our prescription meds, we've both talked our uh, physicians into providing us a little bit ahead of time. We don't use, you know, Schedule A drugs like uh, morphine derivative painkillers and stuff like that. Nothing abusive. (laughs) Yeah. They're not (laughs) drugs of abuse. They're no fun. They're no fun at all. Uh, so, Trust me,
0: some of them are no fun at all. <laughs> I, I have to take a diuretic. and This is not a fun drug. It's not something I want. Oh, man, I really want to take five of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we've uh, talked our physicians into giving us a little bit, a few months' supply ahead of time. And so when we run out of a bottle, we get a new bottle just like everybody else, but the new bottle goes in the refrigerator, and the the uh, oldest of the old bottles in the refrigerator gets taken out and used. We've got it timed so that we know we're not going to run past the expiration dates of any of those drugs. And it is enriches your life today because it reduces a lot of those hassles of, oh, I meant to pick up the drugs today, but life intervened, or the computer system was down at the pharmacy, or yada, 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 you know how it goes. Sometimes you just need to get things done and you don't. This is not an emergency or a hassle in our world because we know we need to pick up the new one to replace the old one, but we just pull one out of the stocks and we're good to go until we can get it done. And as long as you're disciplined about getting it done, it's not a problem at all. Same deal with food. As long as you've got a rotation system, you first prep the easily stored, easily prepared foods that you eat anyway. And you just keep extra of them. And you get a system so you can put the old ones in the back and take, or put the new ones in the back and take the old ones out of the front. So you're constantly rotating through them. Build up as much as you can eat before it gets old. And there you go. you got a food backup.
0: I've said you're nodding like a fool to what she's talking about. You can't hear me (laughs) nod. Oh yeah, food,
1: yeah.
0: we We were actually just, we're, we're, we've got two ginormously huge boxes sitting in that
1: place <laughs> in our house
0: that needs to get cleaned out so we can put them up.
1: Yeah, I've been working on getting it cleaned out, and it made just <laughs> enough space to put these two giant boxes they came in. <laughs> yeah,
0: but they're kind of one of those deals. We bought a couple of the big shelf reliance. Uh, you can go to shelfreliance.com. Again, we have no... no they're not paying us. Yeah, they're not paying us. We're, there's no... Uh, we just like
1: them.
0: Yeah. We just like them. And we bought a rack for our number 10 cans for our freeze-dried food.
1: It's a big long-term storage. Yeah, yes. it's
0: big. Yeah, for our long-term, long-term storage. And then we bought a rack for our uh, pantry-sized cans. They call them pantry cans. They're medium-sized cans.
1: But they're still long-term storage.
0: They're still long-term storage. Yeah. So we bought these. And uh, we just haven't had it because you don't want to take them out of the box without assembling them because parts go everywhere and you don't have room to <laughs> assemble them. So I'm not really sure how we're going to get this worked out, but uh, actually I do know because I've got this area that needs to be totally cleaned out. I've got a plan for that. We don't need to talk about that on the podcast because that's not exciting. That's house house Okay. That's. So, yeah, we got a place to put them, and uh, we're going to actually start our rotation system even in, we have not
1: really done this
0: with our, you know, 30-year, 40-year, 80-year, 100-year with us.
1: We're not right. lasting that long.
0: We're not lasting that long. And these, these things aren't lasting that long.
1: Why? Because
0: we store food that we eat, and we... we we do have a few things in our can rack that we just don't eat much of. And we've actually, there have been times when we just said, oh, heck with it. I'm not going to eat those canned potatoes. I'm just never going to eat them. They're going in the compost pile. So I'm just not, they're horrible. They taste horrible. I don't think we have any canned potatoes left, to it. I think those all went."
1: Um... Sorry to tell you, but you may have eaten some of those as mashed potatoes. I didn't tell you. Uh, I told you I had some mashed potatoes and made and uh, you could heat them up to go I, with your lunches. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah.
0: You know, they, probably, they might make good fried mashed potatoes. I don't normally do fried mashed We don't eat very little fried potatoes, actually. Um,
1: but yeah, we did get rid of most of them.
0: Okay, because we didn't clean that row out. There are things that we'll actually have. But there are things like canned green beans I want to keep some of but I don't really like canned green beans that much so we'll eat them but they're usually has been by the time <laughs> they're usually five years old but in cans that really doesn't matter they're perfectly good they haven't lost any of the flavor they started out with which with canned beans is not that much to start with. A
1: few, a few yeah. foods do like peaches yeah, so peaches. We, we don't do that,
0: yeah, you with, don't peaches. Do that with peaches Anything it doesn't happen
1: really with pineapple good. though
0: so, yeah but it's good. really uh, notorious, like a peach, and peanut butter. You know, we can't really let peanut butter get more in a couple of years. You don't even really want peanut butter to go out of date very much because it does start to really degrade. It's really, really high fat, and it just doesn't last all that well.
1: Fortunately, we eat a lot of it, so we buy as much of it as we can eat before it gets through the expiration date, and that still leaves us with a pretty good supply of uh, peanut butter on hand.
0: So I've got a bunch of, uh, I've been picking up more and more of these uh, uh, ten-gallon, ten number ten cans of various different things. Uh, I'm trying to get that as a storage way because I really like that that type of product. And we use several different brands. And you know, I'll do some. We'll do, as time goes by, we'll do some some uh, reviews of the stuff.
1: I've already got a couple on the website.
0: Yeah, I, I like I like several, and and I find that very little difference in the canned stuff between brands so it's almost commodity I I honestly think that a lot of them come off the same assembly line I haven't checked the lot numbers but I know back in the day they used to be even worse about this not in the survival food industry but in just the regular industry of just re-labeling stuff with store brands and I remember back in the day I was uh And picked up a a thing at a discount store. It was a -A Save-A-Lot store. If you remember Save-A-Lot, it was a -A Save-A-Lot store. And they had a huge store brand generic section. I picked this up, and I'm looking at it. Wow, that's interesting. And you could see the store brand label was right over. I mean, they slapped it on top of the Hormel label. They didn't even bother taking the old label (laughs) off of it. And it came off the same. Overrun. And you could just... You know, you, you pick up the Hormel product, you pick up this this other product, which was you know, 35% cheaper, and they had the same lot number on it. These came right off the same assembly line at the same time. So, I don't see that as much as you do. So, you know, I've never, in the last 20 years, 15 years, seen one label taped over
1: <laughs> on top of
0: another label. But, you know, a lot of the time, the store brands are all, they all come off the same assembly lines from Packing plant X, Y, Z. So, you know, we're, I'm a big believer in in certain off-brands, uh, big believer in... Taste them
1: first, then you know.
0: Yeah, buy one if you like it, keep buying them. I'm also a huge, huge, huge fan of, of stores that make commitments to get rid of trans fats in their food. Like, I'm going to just call out these good, good for Aldi's. They got rid of trans fats.
1: Not in the whole store. Just got rid of them. Those things, from a physiological point of view, are just not your friend.
0: No, you they want do to figure bad out a things way to, to your get blood a good heart attack, and drink and smoke, and just uh, eat a lot of trans fats. While you sit on the couch. While you sit on the couch.
1: There you go. Heart attack recipe.
0: There you go. So oh, okay. stop drinking a lot. A little bit doesn't hurt. Stop, stop smoking, don't eat trans fats, and get up off the couch, and you're probably likely to live longer.
1: It's a great prep, gotta tell you.
0: Yeah, not dying of a heart
1: attack. Most of the prep. stuff that we that prepper medicine really can't say thing one about is the chronic diseases right. that require high level and ongoing medical intervention. And most most of those are lifestyle influence. So yeah. Um anything oh. else
0: we want to put on this podcast? Yeah,
1: good quality outdoor wear.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. No. Nobody
1: has ever been sad when they needed a raincoat that wearing the raincoat did not feel like wearing a trash bag. So you're not going to be sad. You got a good quality one of those. Or that your boots are actually waterproof the first time you have to walk through water with them.
0: Especially because you know that first time you walk through water, it's going to be that 42 degrees, slushy, almost nasty, muddy, and you just don't want that in your shoes. You're really dumb. Because the water you're walking will always be cold. <laughs> well, I mean, water sucks the life out, or sucks the heat out of. It.
1: That and it, walking in wet socks softens your skin, and you can lose calluses that you've built up over months in <laughs> a day.
0: As we know,
1: as as I know, some of my sports make unusual calluses. And one day of walking on the beach. Okay, get get your mind Got out of the of gutter. Them. There, on <laughs> on her feet. On My feet. One day of walking on the beach. Got rid of them. So so I've started rebuilding. There we are. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that one up because good quality outdoor wear is both something that is enriching to have today and is a highly useful product.
0: Absolutely. And I think with that, I think we're gonna. Let it go for this podcast. Hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed the article. Read the article. Um, if you're just listening to the podcast, we cannot highly enough recommend going to the website every now and then and clicking on a few links. Because we've got a lot of stuff and we're trying to be diverse. We haven't done as much gun stuff lately as as I would like to have. Simply because it
1: hasn't been good shooting weather. weather.
0: It just yeah, it hasn't been good shooting weather. We're not we're not really, we're kind of personally set with our stuff, so there's no, uh, I'm not really doing any reviews, These we're not buying anything new, and frankly, I've reviewed a lot of, there's a ton of gun reviews on the site, but it's a lot of what we did early on, because I'd already written them, and that was part of the information I wanted to share early, so we've got like 30 or 40 gun reviews on the site, well, you might not even know that, we got a ton of gun reviews on our site, great, great stuff.
1: The website uh, gets a new post most days. Yeah,
0: we don't... We and don't the
1: podcast once or twice a week.
0: We don't guarantee it every day, but we try. And there's days that we can't get it done or just, you know, life intervenes.
1: Yeah, we've got real jobs. Yes. ones that pass. And multiple we need jobs. More than
0: one real job. They personally have three real jobs. And um, so it's not like... Actually, four
1: to count. Yeah, four. Don't count; it's depressing.
0: No, that, this is <laughs> this is we're not counting 3BY at all.
1: No, <laughs> we put money into it, not get yeah, money this out is of the, it. This is just
0: work; it's not a job. It's like the old joke: everybody wants a job, and nobody wants work.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. If you ever one one more thing, I'm just throw this out there. If you ever think, hey, you know, I've got some good ideas, I think I'd like to. Submit a couple ideas as a, maybe a guest author. Or, you know, I think I'd maybe be interested in helping them out. Just drop me a line at Salty at Beans, Bullets, Bandages, and You. Salty at Beans, bullies, Bandages, and You. Dot com. Drop me a line. You know, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe we can
1: work something out. That's what this place is all about is sharing what you know, helping other people.
0: Also, if you have comments or suggestions, we have a Facebook page. There's not much on it, frankly. Uh, I understand Facebook is kind of one of those deals where a lot of people don't want their names associated with prepping, and I get that because um, you know it's a you're publicly and you're liking your prepping site so kind of little, outs your opsack a little. Yeah, I get that. But you can go on and, and look, and um, you can contact me through that as well. And, uh, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for today.
1: Live well today and tomorrow.